Should we be finding our identity or creating our identity? In this episode, we're going to be talking about Maslow's hierarchy of needs. I'll tell you what I need. I need my job back. Why are you even here, Rob? You were fired. Well, you can tell, Suman, I'm helping Angela with the tech before I do eventually leave. Angela can't do tech. Oh, Dave, shut up. I can do the tech. Pretty much a typical blonde. Hey! Well, I've told her, put your button and hope for the best. That's what I've been doing all this time, and it's worked fine for me, so it'll work fine for Angela. Okay, fine. Let's just get on with this. And Rob, do the handover quietly. Put yourself on mute, why don't you, Rob? Exactly. Thanks, Dave. I was just about to say, do I get to defend myself at all after I've just been called a dumb blonde? Go on, then. I can do the tech just as well as anybody else. I'm learning, and I'm doing all right so far. Are we all online? So she's allowed to talk for tech, but I'm not. Yes, I'm allowed to talk. Because she's a woman and she needs to have her space to feel heard. All right. In this episode, we're going to be talking about a wonderful theory called Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs. Anyone heard of this? Isn't that the guy from Christmas Carol? Oh? Yes, you know, with the Muppets. Oh, I love the Christmas Carol. The Muppets are brilliant, aren't they? Oh, I love that one. No, no, uh, stop right there. This is not what this episode's about. I'm talking about Abraham Maslow. No, look, he's some sort of psychologist from the mid-1800s, I believe, who was um, putting out five basic needs that he felt that all people should adhere to if they're looking to have um, a successful life and not end up in hell with me. Yes! Oh my God, Dave, how did you know? Well, I mean, it's important to be well-read, particularly if you're going to be manipulating people on a daily basis. Abraham Maslow was one of the most influential psychologists of the 20th century. He explored what actually makes life purposeful. He came up with this evergreen theory, which tells us about five universal human needs and underlying motivations. Once you understand these needs, you are on the ladder of becoming more self-aware and your actual self. This theory can unlock any person and make sense of all human complexities. For example, you don't often say out loud that I am mad at you because I don't want to be disrespected. Your real needs will wear different outfits every time. Your need of being loved may cause you to become people pleaser, be defensive, in denial, needy or selfish. Oh, okay. So Rob catfishing you wasn't because he wanted to catfish you, it was actually because he had other needs. So he, he was feeling lonely, he was feeling sad. No. Rob, you did tell me that you were a little bit lonely. No, no, stop trying to analyse me for all this. I've told you it was Dave. Dave, Dave, Dave. Wasn't me. Well, it was, but he influenced it. Yes, I'm sure Dave did influence you in a really bad way. But also... You were driven by this deep-seated loneliness and unhappiness and we should all help you. Well, maybe we don't sack him. Then? Maybe we punish him. Punish? Yes, I like the sound of that. Uh, Tell me more, Dave. 
Suman, what's happened to you? Angela, it's... Look, I'm just trying to heal. Haven't you hurt me enough? Sacking me. I could have sued you. I could have taken you to court. Exactly. You catfished your boss. You're lucky you're not in jail. I could have done the same to you, leading me on. What? Oh, now I haven't heard this side of the story. How is she leading you on, Rob? Oh, Rob, don't do it. Rob, don't do it. If you, I tell you what, if you don't give me my job back, I'm going to sue you for sexual harassment. <gasps> what do you say to that? Shall I take that as a yes, then? Rob, you're so diabolical. Angela, make some popcorn. You've corrupted him. He's changed. I don't recognise who you are anymore, Rob. And you were so lovely to start with. Let me stay, please. Oh, Rob, I thought you were going to go through with it. Now look at you, snivelling grab again. No, not a chance. Right, back to the podcast. If you want to understand how you can balance your individual needs without compromising your true identity, then recite this theory every day. Before we dive into what these needs are, Let's talk about Maslow. Can we get him on the podcast? Uh, no. Yes, I think what this podcast is missing is a special guest. Let's bring Maslow in. Oh, how do I do that, Rob? No, we can't. I think you press the button, you know, the big red one. We no, can't, No, don't guys. press that one. Stop saying can't. I can do it. I'm capable. Which button? No, you can't do it because he's dead. Oh. We could do a seance. I'm sure he'd be up for it. Oh, yes, that'd be quite fun. Should we do a seance? I think people would like that. I don't believe in stuff like this. Uh, what are you doing, Rob? He's masturbating. <gasps> Rob! Rob, not on the Zoom. What are you what? doing? What's going on? Jesus Christ. Bleep out Rob's wanking. <laughs> Why is it all red? What is he doing? Rob? I speak to you through this body known as Rob. (gasps) Well, I guess Rob has been possessed. Sue, man, are you okay? I I, I don't know. What just happened? I think Rob's catfishing Angela, again. Angela, let it be, please. Rob is a clairvoyant, although the connection's not strong. You don't have long with me. Oh, okay, guys, just just be quiet. Um, is this really you, Maslow? Yes, I am on your podcast. Oh, wow. Um, it's such an honor to have you here. Maslow, I'm so glad you could join us. Um, I mean, I must say I don't believe in stuff like this, but I, I, I do now that you're here. Um, sorry, I'm just nervous. I'm, I've never interviewed a dead person before. Um, so my first question to you, Maslow, that I ask all of my guests, who are you when no one's looking? I'm good, thank you. It's wonderful in heaven, isn't it, Angela? Um... Angela, please. I listen to the podcast. (gasps) Oh my God, did you hear that, guys? Our podcast is listened to beyond Earth. You want my autograph, don't you? Yes, of course I do. Um, I also have some questions for you, if that's okay. Is this a Q&A event now, is it? 
uh, yes yes it is and i would love to find out more about your life and a little bit more about your theory from you what inspired you to come up with this theory what was that magical moment like well i was in the pub with charles darwin and william shakespeare and it came to me in a pint oh okay um well i read something completely different in the books never mind um not everything you read in the books is always accurate i'll update my notes so how long did it take you to develop this theory after 20 pints so he's a boozer weren't we all dave don't be disrespectful to our guest i'm i'm so sorry about him Maslow. dave is jealous because i didn't end up in hell i ended up in heaven with angela now stay with us Maslow. we're going to be talking about your theory and these five needs which you have categorized in a shape of a pyramid to prioritize orderly Spoiler alert, at the top of the pyramid is self-actualization, which I observe to understand as becoming who we really are. And Maslow, as we're going through this theory, please correct me if I misread anything. Okay, firstly, at the bottom of the pyramid, which makes up the largest portion, is our physiological needs. This is all about the survival of our physical body. For example, we need the non-negotiable clean air to breathe, water, food and sleep to physically survive. Maslow, what about adding that um, pe- maybe people need jobs too? That might be useful for you, Maslow. Yes, that would be a good idea, Dave. Interesting. And when does Maslow fella born? What, what era is he from? Ooh, that's, uh, I'm not sure. You were born in Budapest, Hungary, isn't that right? I believe so. Actually, I'm so sorry, I don't know what came over me. I think I got your name wrong and I've Wikipedia'd the wrong person. So he's not actually born in Budapest? Uh, I don't think so, no. Wow. Never believe everything you read on the internet. Abraham Harold Maslow was born in Brooklyn, New York. Did he die in New York as well? Uh, no, he died in, in America, in California. Those pints really must have got to my head. Also, why does this Maslow sound like an old Englishman? Exactly, because you were born in Brooklyn, New York. Connection getting weaker. Oh, no, please, Maslow, please stay with us. Uh, guys, stop wasting time. Okay, um, for jobs, I understand is at level two in the pyramid. So let's talk about that. Level two of the pyramid is the safety domain. Now, safety isn't just limited to the physical security. It's also about our mental well-being, which includes our need to earn money. However, our ultimate need isn't money. It's actually stability, which money brings, because we need to have control of our lives to feel secure. Maslow argued that when most people have these basic needs met, they become too settled in this part of the pyramid. If you become too comfortable and attached to these materialistic things and don't seek to explore the needs above the pyramid, then deep down, you start to feel empty. Oh, you are so intelligent. 
I know. Did you ever in your lifetime encounter an identity crisis even though you came up with this wonderful theory? Several lifetimes ago, I did. Oh my god, and how It's what inspired me to write the pyramid. I thought that was the 20 pints you had. That too. You said you came up with the theory when you were in the pub drinking pints with Darwin and Shakespeare, which, let's not forget, lived about 200 years apart from each other. Oh! So you're getting a bit confused there, Maslow, aren't you? You would be too if you were in this body. Yes, it's not a great body, I can agree on that. No, I've had better. Well, never mind. I'm sure when we talk about the next part of the pyramid, it will definitely help jog his memory. Level three of the pyramid, love and belonging, also known as the spiritual domain. If we achieve the needs in this part of the pyramid, we can elevate ourselves to a higher level of consciousness. Why did I write that? Uh, I, I don't know. You wrote this. Yeah, Maslow. I wrote it a very long time ago. I'm not sure I can remember it all. Yes, of course. I mean, that is fully understandable. Well, according to my research, these are our emotional needs, which come in the form of family, friends and being included in a social group. That makes us feel loved and accepted in society. Next up in the pyramid at number four is my personal favourite, self-esteem. Sounds easy, but it's one of the most difficult needs to achieve because self-esteem needs encompassed confidence, self-belief, social acceptance and respect from others. How are you going to achieve that, Suman? Because eating cake in the corner is not helping. Uh, excuse me, Dave. My self-esteem right now is breaking through the roof because I'm interviewing Maslow. Exactly. Do you know how difficult it is to have a constructive interview with um, a spirit? Oh, yes. Incredibly difficult. The next and final part of the pyramid is defined as... Oh, sorry, it's actually not very well defined because Maslow left this for us to define individually. So sorry, Maslow, I misquoted that. Wouldn't be the first time. The need we are most driven by, according to Maslow. He said we have a deep urge for self-actualization. Did I? Yes, you did. You said we have a deep urge for self-actualization and personal fulfillment. What's this self-fulfillment? That sounds a lot to me like masturbation. Is that what you're talking about? Or it could be morality, creativity, lack of prejudice, acceptance of facts. That's a good one. Dave, you clearly have not studied me before. But I, I just, I'm struggling. I mean, if it's a self-actualization, then surely I can choose what I want my morals to be built around. If, you, if someone could build their morals around abstinence, you know, uh, then surely mine Dave, could be built around excessive masturbation. Dave, if you don't shut up, then I'll leave you and Maslow in a breakout room and then he can tell you all about it. Yeah. You like that? No, I wouldn't like that. I, ooh, I've... Ooh, I quite like Rob's body. I might stay in it. Oh. oh, well, he's absolutely desperate for all sorts of needs, so maybe that's why. Maslow, what would you do if someone catfished you? 
I do not understand the term. We did not have it back in my day. If someone pretended to be somebody else to trick you, what would you recommend as punishment for them? Connection getting weaker. Oh, okay, we need to hurry up and wrap this up because we don't have too long with Maslow. Um, please stay with us. Okay, coming back to self-actualization means creating your identity instead of finding it. Most people are often conflicted with origins and roots. Although there is nothing wrong with this, because inevitably, this is all out of our control. The problem becomes when you determine that all your given titles will be your only identity and destiny. And Dave, just because you were born a devil, doesn't mean you have to remain a devil and be horrible to me all the time. You can change. I could be anything. Yes, of course. You could be an angel just like me. I don't want to be a bloody angel. <gasps> prancing around, floating on clouds. I like being a devil. I get to do what, what I like, when I like, to who I like. But Dave, you can become better. Do something good for the world. Like Maslow, my hero. I am honoured. Would you like a selfie? And an autograph. Yes, of course I would. He knows what a selfie is, doesn't know what a bloody catfish is. What is going on with it? He seems to be all over the place. I exist in many times. I see all the world has changed a lot from when I walked your mortal play. My purpose in this episode is to encourage you to create an identity of your own instead of finding it. Because trust me, I've been there and I've been seriously lost. The answer to who are you when no one's looking isn't easy. Why? Well, let me explain this to you in the context of human biology. Our intuition, emotions and feelings only exist in the limbic part of our brain, which doesn't correlate with the part of the brain that is responsible for language. And that's why many of us find it so difficult to articulate our sense of self, even though we live and breathe our identity every day. So the next time you strongly feel about something, but can't rationalize this, that's okay. Do what feels truthful and right for your intuition. I'm sorry, that I, I was just my intuition. I just had to let out a sound of frustration. Just listening to this absolute twaddle. I mean, Sue, man. How dare you disrespect my work? This is why you are in hell. I wanted to end the podcast on a really bright, optimistic, positive note, and you've just ruined it. Mute. Angela, mute him. Um, I don't mute. actually know how to mute him. He doesn't even know how to mute. Rob knows! You know what, actually, the reason I can't mute is because I haven't been given power to mute, so it's not my fault. So it's Rob's fault. Oh my God. Well, I did ask that Rob to do a full handover to you, Angela. I'm so sorry, It's completely but... mismanaged from top to bottom. <laughs> Meanwhile, Rob's getting bloody possessed, so he's basically got another man inside him. Connection failing. Rob returning. Oh, no, 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 not just yet. <laughs> I've got one last question to ask you, Maslow. <laughs> how long have you been doing porn, Maslow? Wow. Fucking hell, God. That was an experience. Are you... Is it gone?
Oh, I can breathe. Can you bring him back? I had one last question to ask him. Do you know how much fucking strength and energy that took? I don't think I can do it again. Oh, no. Okay, look, Rob, here's the deal. If you can get us more dead famous people in this podcast, we'll let you stay. Who do you want? Bruce Forsyth. Might be able to get him in. All-round entertainer. Oh, what about Michael Jackson? Yeah, it's like Michael Jackson. Let's speak to him. Well, that might be difficult because he might still be alive. Well, if you want your job back, I want you to get Michael Jackson. Dead or alive. Now, Angela, Mm -hmm. given your performance today, I think it's best (gasps) if you're my co-host and not a technician because I think I could really do with some moral support you know and I really miss that from you and honestly Angela that's the real reason for you not doing the tech it's not because you can't it's because you have other greater talents Angela see this is the whole thing Angela look everybody comes at me for being a devil but at least I'm honest Suman pretend to be this great woman and look at her she's basically saying you're shit at your job no Oh, I didn't. I just could do with a lot of... Because honestly, I panicked when Maslow was there. And usually she helps me conduct a really great interview. And I really missed that from her. Angela, don't you worry. I'm going to come over to the house and I'm going to make a delicious dinner for you because you deserve that. The way Suman's treated you is simply abhorrent. This whole thing has been really overwhelming. I know, it's bloody hard, isn't it, Angela? It really is really difficult, Rob. I have so much more respect for you. But also, I think I did a pretty good job, to be fair. And I did... I was Googling things at the same time. I was doing research at the same time. Why were you Googling so much? Well, I was Googling about Maslow because obviously we had him here, but some of the things he was saying yeah, wasn't exactly factually accurate. So I thought I'd better do a little bit of research. Yes, but he didn't even have the right accent. I mean, he's from New Jersey or something, Maslow. He said that he was born yeah, hungry. Um, no, that's someone called Laszlo, not Maslow. They're two different people. But then I Googled Maslow and I found out um, actually what, where he was born and about his life. And what I realised was the Maslow that we were speaking to seemed to be talking, uh, well, talking quite a lot of shite. So Maybe I got the wrong Maslow. <gasps> Rob! 